Hi, good morning. Welcome to my On The Spot. I'm here with Shalee Stevens. Good morning. From Rainy Days Foundation. And I want, she'll do a much better job of explaining it. So why don't you tell everybody what is Rainy Days Foundation? What's the history? All right, well, Rainy Days Foundation is a nonprofit organization that I started to help people with trauma and tragedy in their life. Usually it's from loss and grief. And the reason why I started this was because just over 14 years ago, my four-year-old boy drowned at a water park. And so having to face that complete trauma and from that tragedy has has really propelled me into this life of, of helping others and get through their hardest times and their darkest times. And, you know, even when it's just something that that's life altering, it's a loss in some way. So uh, that's what's been drawn to me. And so that's what I, I help with at this point. You know, I can imagine that because you of what you have been through personally, you're a very valid and credible voice to them because they can't say you don't get it. Right. Yeah. Right. I actually was talking to somebody a couple of months ago and I asked this person if they'd ever talked to anybody about what they were telling me and what they were experiencing. And they said, no, only you. Who else would understand? Yeah. There, when, when, especially if it comes to the loss of a child, right? right? It really does feel like you would have to, to fully understand it and have all the empathy um, that you're in a really beautiful position to be able to do that because of what you've been through. And knowing you, I guess we've known each other for, has it been three years now? Almost three, like two and a half. Okay. Yeah. So knowing you for that time and, and knowing how like much of your heart goes into this foundation, yeah. they have to be able to feel that, yeah. you know, and that you have healed so much and you've really taken on your healing to have this amazing, productive, growth-induced life, right? Right. And, and so you haven't stayed back there completely in the story, you've really been able to, to consecrate it and create something amazing and, a, and a, like a life purpose yeah. from it. Well, that's definitely something that, that I knew actually right away that this was now my, my mission in life, my purpose in life. And I think the other thing that also helps with the people that come to me and that are drawn into my world is that I still show that I have bad days sometimes. And it's not that I'm totally healed because you never really heal. I mean, once once you lose someone so close to you, especially in, in my case, a child, you never truly heal from well, that. Well, it changes you it, on an intrinsic level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you just, you view the world differently than than most people do. And you have a different perspective and a different reality. That makes perfect sense to me. And I love that you have taken this tragedy and really worked with it, both in your own life and to serve other people. So the question that I always ask, my favorite question to ask is, what have you learned through this? What have you learned through running this foundation that would be a benefit to my lovely Coffee with Donnie viewers? I think that um, after a lot of conversations and even some with you, 
that I, I've been thinking about this question a lot and what I do find is people are afraid to feel the feelings and then people are afraid to really reach out and get that help. They, they think that if they're, they're vulnerable or they're hurting or they're in pain that they have to hide just, and it is just like what we were talking about. And cause we don't want people to see us as a victim. I mean, I know that I, I was definitely like that. You, I hid for a long time and, um, self-medicated <laughs> and I, I know why I did it now. Cause I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. And even where I'm here and I'm like, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I can help you. I get pushed away more times than I get welcomed in. Which so. is understandable, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so at that point, I just have to say I'm here when, when you're ready. And I know eventually they'll come around, but until they do, it's, it's that just, you, I have to keep living my life and doing what I can, you know, if I can do something for them and just being open and aware and other people will come in as well and, you never really forget about that person, though, that you're like, I'm thinking about you. I'm sending you love, even if I don't tell you. <laughs> so so when, you know, there are probably many people watching who have people in their lives, even if they're not the one experiencing the grief, but they have someone in their life that is either experiencing or has experienced a great loss. What would be your coaching on that? What would What would you say to people? How can they best support someone who has had a tremendous loss? Every single person who goes through loss will heal differently. Every single person has their own path and they, they have to do it on their own in, in their own way, I should say. Mm -hmm. And some people throw themselves into helping others or their religion or whatever it is. Some, some people do what I do and, and self or did and self medicate and just really just go to those dark places. Some people write. I think what I would recommend to, to somebody who's watching one of their loved ones go mm -hmm. through this would, would really just be to allow them to, to feel it, allow them to be where they are and also acknowledge that it's okay for them. Tell them that, these things are okay that you're here. If you, if they start getting unhealthy, of course, tell them that you're here for them and, and, you know, try to, try to be that support or get them to the help that they need or get them out of the house, maybe eventually, or yes. just let them know, like, we're really there, you know, we're here for you. Right. And, but ultimately they, they do have to make the decision to come to you or to seek that help. And, most of the time, they will. So what I'm hearing you say is basically honor and acknowledge their process. Yes. Don't try to pull them into what you think they should be right. doing. And it's so hard. I still do it. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I know what's best for you. <laughs> like, come to me. I will help you. But it's it's not always what's best for them. And until they get to that point where they're, they know what's best or they even welcome it. And maybe it's not even going to be me or you, or maybe it's somebody completely different right. that they need that help from. And it's hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like as a healer too, it's hard to 
have somebody reject your your help. Oh, absolutely. And I think for me personally, that's probably my biggest challenge is like, you're rejecting my help. Don't you know I understand? I'm here for you. I know I know how to help you through this. But maybe in the bigger picture, I don't really. So there's almost a humility there <sighs> if we're going to really truly support somebody in, in saying, I don't necessarily know what's best for you, even if I think I do. Yeah. I love that. Tell me for Rainy Days Foundation, what's your big picture plan? Kind of what's your master plan there? So I have been really working on this for the last couple of years. And just in the last month and a half, really, it's kicked off. And I have found that my greatest strength so far really has been fundraising and bringing people together. And that's the thing, bringing people together. And I truly believe that once you bring those people together, whether they know this person or not, whether they just want to support me and my cause because they're friends of mine or whether they know the family and they want to support, it manifests miracles. And that's truly what I, I, I really want my purpose to be is that understanding that get that hope, giving those families and that those people hope that miracles can happen because all these people are coming together. That there is community there supporting yes. them, right? Yeah. So we just did a fundraiser. That was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Right? Three weeks ago. Yep. For a six-year-old child mm -hmm. who is on the heart transplant list. Yep. And we just found out he's the number one. He's the next he's, one on okay. the list now. <laughs> That's so, so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So we had this amazing paint night because she also does Painting with a twist. Yes, yes a paint instructor. instructor. <laughs> and she's really good at it. And it was a blast. And we raised, what, $1,400? $1,400 for that family. For that family. And it's, I love that you're doing this. I love that this is your calling. You're perfect for it. Do you have a Facebook page that people can join? Yes, I have. It's Rainy Days Foundation, at Rainy Days Foundation. It's my Facebook page. Um, I also have a website, www.rainydaysfoundation.com. And I do write blogs and things there, so you get to see my process. Even now, I, I think that it's important for people to, to understand, even 14 years later, that the self-healing that, that I'm able to do and, and hopefully impact others and, and help others through their, their situations, um, giving them that hope. So I love that. And you know, this is sometimes can be really heavy to talk about. And you've taken it on and it really, it can be beautiful too. Yeah. Like I thought it was such an amazing night, that fundraiser, to see the way that little boy's parents reacted and how much hope it gave them to see this, you know, room full of people yeah. who were on their side and they're like, hey, we're pulling for you. Yeah. We're contributing to you. I'm all about community. Yeah. And I'm noticing that the people that I seem to be pulling into my circle and have for a while now are also all about community. Yeah. Holy, we can't do this alone. No. Oh, no. That's And that's the thing. Like, we really aren't alone. And when you're going through these hard times, sometimes you feel so alone and isolated that nobody really understands. And everybody's situation is different. And nobody will ever truly understand what you're feeling, what you're going through, but we can empathize. We can be there. And I, it, it, it's just such an incredible thing. Once you allow yourself to know that you're not alone and to, to let those people in, it, it makes a world of difference. And, and actually, um, 
I've gotten a couple messages since that fundraiser and the parents, like you said, they, they were, they just got back from the hospital, the doctor's appointment at the hospital and didn't get the news they were hoping to get. And they said that being there in that environment gave them what they needed to keep going. The strength, right? That boost to keep going. Yeah. My experience too has been that we don't know exactly what will boost. Right. You know, it, I mean, and you know, here we are talking about really the worst loss that you can imagine. There's so many ways to experience loss and grief, right? And, and the support that we get, I've had times where people didn't even know they're just doing some little act of kindness or some little gesture. And it was like exactly what I needed right at the time. And sometimes it is that just to keep going, just to get through the day or just to get through the week or to get to the next thing, we can be that for each other. Right, exactly. I think it's beautiful, right? It's It can be heavy and tragic and hard and beautiful all at the same time. Right. Right. You know, the thing that I think that I've realized with my own tragedy is that I've found a way to be grateful for that tragedy. Not losing my child. Right, of I, you know, that's not part of it. But really looking at it in that perspective. Again, loss makes you look at life differently. And if I never would have had that experience and that trauma that keeps, that's always here. If I never would have had that, I never would be doing what I'm doing. And I really truly believe that I could do I am doing a lot more work now in this life than I with my son on the other side than I ever would have with him as he would be almost 19 at this point and, you know, probably driving me crazy. <laughs> well, and, and it is that paradox where obviously you would not wish this on anyone or yourself. Right. And yet there it is and it, in real life that happened to you. So now what you've done with that, right? Right. And, and so it, it really never is. It drives me nuts when I hear people talk to someone's loss. Like, oh, maybe it's the best thing. Like, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> when when it's when it's happened and it's you that gets to decide. When it's you yourself to say, I'm going to take this loss and I'm going to turn it into the most beautiful thing that I'm capable of doing. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I just find that to be really inspirational. And I love that you're taking on supporting families I know you've done a lot of work with families who are in the hospital, right? Yeah. So not just families who have lost their children, right. but families who have sick yeah. children. Well, and I think that that's kind of what this rainy days has developed into. Because at first I was really focusing on loss and grief, but those weren't coming to me as much as people that were that were fighting and for that for that life. And then it all of a sudden clicked. And I was like, what rainy days does since I was never, I never got the option to fight for my son's life. Right. It was done. It was over. It was like that. But now what I've gotten to do through story after story after story that I have is help other parents fight for their children's lives that I never got to. And it's been so incredible to see to, to experience that and to have them welcome me into their life and let me, allow me to do this. To be a part of that process, yeah. right? Yeah. And you get to serve in a way that you were not able to in your own life. Exactly. So, so it's, it's an incredible thing and it's very, 
overwhelming too at times. And like, I'm like, can I really do this? Is this really like, who am I? <laughs> but I'm, I'm your friend. I'm here. I'm well, and knowing you and knowing your personality and your archetypes, you're perfect for it. Like, I really feel like you were born to do this. And not all of us are capable of it. Yeah. You know, even myself, I feel like I'd be the type that would just break down in tears every single two minutes and probably make the situation <laughs> worse. Which is why I would rather give to your foundation. <laughs> I'll be my piece of the puzzle, you be your piece of the puzzle. That's really what it comes down to, is all of us taking our own abilities and putting it towards something amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. That that contributes and creates value in the world. Right. Well, and I'm also noticing too that as I'm getting more and more successful in what I'm doing, the people I get to bring in to use their creativity or their skills or their talents or their healing um, gifts. gifts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's been incredible. And I'm like, I can pull from this. I can pull from that. And I've really put myself in that place through my process of, okay, this is now, this is my purpose and this is what I can do with it. And it benefits all of us and you benefit me and I benefit you. And it's, it's so awesome. It's the only thing that works. Like, yeah. I feel like one of the main messages I have in my work is, you guys, we have to do this together. Yeah. Oh, Every yeah. one of us can only do one piece. And if we try to do too much we burn out, we go into overwhelm, it's just too heavy. Yeah. But if every single one of us steps up into what we're uniquely made for, it starts to work. It's giving me chills. I know, right? <laughs> no, it is, it is, it's profoundly beautiful and it takes a tremendous amount of courage, I think, to claim your place there. Yeah. To claim your spot and like, okay, this is what I'm giving my life to and I'm gonna support other people in what they're giving their life to and eventually, it starts to create this, this like traction and this workability and this support system and this community and where our society has gone into just little people in their homes with their just individual families. People like you and I are trying to pull people out of that. Mm -hmm. Let's be together. Let's, let's bless each other's lives. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank and you. we will put Shalisa's information, Rainy Days Foundation, at the end of this video so that you can join her Facebook group, so that you can contribute if you're willing to do that. Um, you're probably also, you know, use volunteers. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. And actually, right now, our next event, we're doing a, a superhero event at Ronald McDonald House for the kids that are staying there. That's for the end of October. And a little special piece about that is going to be on my my Caleb's birthday so oh, it'll be that. the way we're celebrating his 19th birthday so yeah we we could use donations and volunteers, volunteers all of that yeah okay we'll put up that information okay. and if they get on your Facebook page I, you, I know because I'm on it yeah. you, you're very good about posting and keeping yeah. people apprised of everything that's going on yep so thank you so much. <laughs> May your coffee be strong and your life be blessed.